Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three mistakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Mike Brown, and as we do every Tuesday, Thursday, and a weekend on Spotify Live for SB Nations, the Dream Shake, um, to talk all things Houston Rockets. Um, tonight's show is going to be one that... Um, is going to be a little rough, I think. Um, if you have heard the the events going on in Uvalde, Texas today, no way are we going to make this show um, political in any way, shape, or form. Um, I thought about doing a show tonight, not doing a show tonight. What was the most respectful thing to do? Um, and in my opinion, I think on a night, a day like today, um, continuing with doing as normal a routine as possible is important. Um, for people that don't know, there was a deadly uh, shooting today um, where a disgusting piece of uh, shit went into a school and killed children and teachers. Um, and my heart goes out. Uh, to those families, goes out to the individuals that are going to be impacted by this for years, uh, the rest of their life. My heart goes out to my friends. I have a ton of friends who are teachers. Um, The courage that they have to show um, in order to go into a classroom on a daily basis, I I can't even imagine what they're going through right now. Um, But here at the Dream Take, uh, we are here to uh, talk Rockets basketball and talk about um, our Houston Rockets. Um, but I thought it was important to uh, do a show tonight. We will not go uh, very long tonight. We'll go about 25 to 30 minutes at most. Um, but there is uh, some news and notes. And I do want to hear from, uh, as always, from our incredible fans, uh, listeners of the show. If you have joined the show here on Spotify Live, you want to hit that request to speak button. You're more than welcome on stage uh, to talk anything and everything Houston Rockets. Um, we broke down a, a lot in our last episode. So tonight, uh, there's a couple of things in the news uh, that I would like to touch on. Um, but anything is fair game tonight, as um, there's a lot of people out there that are Uh, I I can imagine struggling on a day like today. Um, And we're here to give some sort of uh, normalcy to Rockets fans. So a good friend of the show, James, joins us. So James, how are you, my man? 
James, welcome to the show. James going once. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, brother? Hey, sorry, I'm driving right now. So I know, I'm you're good, man. Yeah, I'm too long. But so yeah, I first wanted to say uh, thoughts and prayers out to all the families affected with Uvalde, you know. Really, really sad situation. But uh, yeah, I do love the idea of bringing it back to normalcy, you know, getting, uh, getting people's spirits back up because it has been a sad day, you know, for the whole country. So I do appreciate you having uh, well this type of show tonight. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. What I respect got? that, man. And so, yeah, just the first thing I wanted to jump in and say is, like, I listened to that uh, the Bill Simmons, Jalen Green podcast. Yep, perfect. Perfect segue. Loved it, man. I mean, this guy has a, a damn good head on his shoulders. He understands the situation. He understands patience. He understands the future, the direction we're trying to go. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to hear your uh, your thoughts and your biggest takeaways on that interview, man. Yeah, I think I think Bill Simmons, first of all, and it, it's not to tie into the events of today um, in any way, shape, or form, but I want to open up a bigger discussion about this, that everybody is so quick to have an opinion about everything. You know, would you agree with that or disagree with that, James? Oh, yeah. Everybody's got an opinion. Like Without, it's, even if yeah. you don't even understand the whole situation, everybody's got an right. opinion already. Just off the right. Back. Like what Bill Simmons said, and I'll repeat it now. F. Jalen Green, I don't care. You're scoring 40 points in your team's 19 and 60. Congratulations. Herb Jones is like guarding dudes in real games. Now, Houston people are going to be really mad at me. I'm sorry. I like winning players. I'm sorry. That take for the rookie of the year vote is asinine and stupid. Like, I get that. But Bill Simmons is not stupid. Like, Bill Simmons is not a stupid person. You don't get to where Bill Simmons is by being stupid. And I think that's kind of why he wanted him on here in the first place is because he realized, he did his research, he realized who he was dealing with, and this guy is the real deal, you know, and he knows it. Exactly. And this is the thing, right, that Jalen Green then sends out a tweet on May 18th and says, shout out Bill Simmons, my dog, for real. People are going to interpret that in 117 different ways. If you had a million dollars to bet that between Bill Simmons saying what he said, which, by the way, that was in the midst of, what was it, the beginning of the playoffs, right? Yeah, because that, the New Orleans was playing right around that time. You don't think Bill Simmons reached out to Jalen Green? Come on, man. You know what I mean? Like, then Bill Simmons in a tweet responds and says, congrats, I'm still rooting for you. Don't let the fake news aggregators ruin it for us. I just like 2022 Herb Jones more for first team, which was the whole point of the joke. Excited to see what you have in store for your second year. Good luck. Like, why Rockets fans are still mad at Bill Simmons, especially after this podcast, is stupid. Like, let it go. I agree. I mean, you know, and if anything, like to me, like as a Rockets fan, you know, if Jalen's not upset, obviously it's a chip on his shoulder. Like, okay, you're going to get haters who say, oh, you're not winning. Good. Like prove him wrong. Like win next year. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a chip on their, on his shoulder. He doesn't need any more, but I mean, it doesn't hurt to have a little bit more, you know? Uh, right. And I don't like, know. He's the type of player where, if he's getting hate, I think he's going to let his game shut him up instead of, you know, over-talking or 
letting out. He could have let out, you know, like 15 tweets or an interview the next day and talked about how, how they're mistreating him or whatever. But he didn't, you know. He's, he's in the gym. He's in Houston. Talked about how he's 15 minutes away from the Toyota Center. You know, and I love that about him. I, I do. Yeah, and the thing about it is, you know, and Jalen Green says this. I'm glad we got to get on and talk about that. Green concluded at the end of the podcast. Like, Green sounded like somebody that belongs. Like, the moment was not too big for him. And Sean says, we don't like Bill because he's a Boston fan. Like, what does that matter? Like, that doesn't matter. What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. You know, like, do I like Bill Simmons? No. But do I... Do I like him? No. Do I not like him? No. Like, I'm somewhere in the middle on him. You know? Like, I love Charles Barkley. I love Draymond Green. Like, I think those guys are so good for the game of basketball. Do I think Bill Simmons is? No. But the thing is, like, for me, from now on, and, and I've started to see this over the last couple of weeks, days like today make you literally not care about stuff like this like this this should not matter anymore you know like what bill simmons says about Jalen green what someone says about alperen shangun like what do you think of alperen shangun because that's the only thing that matters you know like yeah i agree people should stop caring about what other people think you should do or how you should feel like leave those people at the door and keep moving uh-huh yeah, don't even give him the time. And that's what I loved about, you know, I was on the side of, you know, Bill Simmons shouldn't be saying that, especially if he has a vote on a rookie. But at the same time, like the conversation they had, it made me respect, one, Bill Simmons, oh, and yeah. two, Jalen Green. I mean, it just it helped both sides out. Jalen Green got to explain his side. Bill Simmons got, you know, it just, to me, I just, I loved hearing that conversation. And it seems like, Jalen Green is, yeah, like you said, ready for the moment. He's not scared of the press. He's not timid when he talks. You know, he has a good head on his shoulder. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to see that for our future star, man. I mean, he's a star now, you know. I mean, he's, yeah. a, he's a star right now. Um, I'm still, look, because I'm, it's, it was one year, right? It's, I love Jalen Green. Like, Jalen Green, I think the, the future is so bright for this kid, but I don't want to put too much on his shoulders too quick. You know, like this, it, this is a Bill Simmons interview. One thing that a guy said about him, you know, I think he handled it well. Do I think Jalen Green is a superstar? Not yet. Do I think that he's going to get there one day? I think so. You know, I think the Rockets are in really good hands, you know, with him. I think they're in really good hands. You know, with guys like Josh Christopher, you know, and it's it's so funny, James, because, like, think about this. And I know this hasn't been talked about enough um, in the offseason. Like, am I wrong to say that the Rockets were easy to root for this year? Because their team, for the most part, was filled with just good dudes. You know? Yeah, I mean, especially the second half of the season. I, I mean, I loved watching the young players so much more than at the beginning. At the beginning, it felt like I was wasting my time, you know, right. watching these old dudes and these lineups and, and the rotations. Just nothing made sense. I mean, I hated every minute of it. Every minute I'd be on Twitter, and I feel like Rockets Twitter would know 
the direction of our rotations better than our coaching staff, you know? And for me, like that was just so annoying for months and months. We were begging to get more minutes for Sangoon, begging to get more minutes for Christopher, you know, and that, that second half of the season really was so much fun to watch. And it made me like it, I was already on board for this whole process, but like it made me really looking forward to the future, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the future. I'm looking forward to the future. Um, I think, I, th- I think the guys, I'm talking about guys like Christopher, guys yeah. like Usman Garuba, um, who in his time and talking in the off season, I gained a lot of respect for it. There's been some comments out there about how he wants to play for his country and how, you know, all he wants to do is play ball and guys like, um, do I think he's a great coach? No. But guys like Steven Silas, who just seem like, you know, he's a good man, you know, and I think the world needs more people like Steven Silas, who on a day like today, you have to look at it from the perspective of these are the type of men that you want employed by your teams. Guys who show in, show up night in and night out. Guys like Jalen Green. Um, you know, young kids that all they want to do is play ball. And I respect that. And I, I'm more thankful for guys like that on a day like today than I have been in a while. And it's humbling. I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a humbling experience where you you have to remember that I mean, it's sports, you know, like this is not, this is not the end all be all, you know, if the Astros lose tonight, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you know, if the Rockets don't end up with Jabari Smith and rather with Paolo Boncaro, you're going to be fine. So. Um, yeah. And that was another thing about that uh, interview. I mean, it seemed like Jalen Green was on the exact same page as we've all been talking about, you know, whoever, whoever follows the three, we get them and, Whoever that player is, whoever it may be, you know he's gonna be a he's gonna be a really good talent, and uh, there's gonna be a lot of hard work in the future. But yeah, it seemed like he was opening arms for any player we get at three, and uh, I'm really excited for the future. And I uh, appreciate you having me on here. And take care Absolutely. as always, friend. my brother. Um, yeah, I, I think lots of good stuff from James there. Um, if you are listening on Spotify Live again. Um, if you guys would like to come up on stage, uh, talk rockets, talk draft, talk free agency. Um, I think today, or if you're listening to this show, you know, tomorrow or in the coming days, and you want to tweet me at BSW podcast, uh, underscore MB, uh, or my co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner. Um, I think today of, of all days, it's days like today where we have to keep our, our sense of normalcy. Um, it is Tuesday. That means it's time for the dream take on Spotify live. Um, and again, um, my thoughts and prayers go out to the families of, uh, the victims in Uvalde, Texas. Um, you know, we're based out of Houston, you know, less than a three hour drive from here. Um, so our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody impacted by the horrific events in, um, Uvalde, Texas. Um, some other news and notes that I want to get to. Uh, I want to make sure we uh, cover these before uh, the end of the show. 
there was a report uh, in the last couple of days that longtime NBA assistant Melvin Hunt uh, is reportedly emerging as a candidate to join Steven Silas's coaching staff uh, per Kelly uh, Iko of The Athletic. Um, the Rockets do have two vacant positions after the recent departures of uh, both Will Weaver and Jeff Hornacek. Uh, Hunt previously worked uh, for the Rockets as a scout from 99 to 2001 as an assistant to uh, the greatest Rockets coach of their entire franchise's history, Rudy Tomjanovich. Um, and in 2002 and 2003 as a scout, again, in 03 and 04 under Jeff Van Gundy. Uh, so this is a guy who does have a uh, track record with the Houston Rockets. Uh, since his last time with the Rockets, he has worked as an assistant with the Lakers, uh, the Cavaliers, the Nuggets, the Mavericks, and the, the Hawks. So this is a guy who does have, uh, I would call it, very deep ties to the NBA. Um, Hunt was briefly an interim head coach in Denver uh, after Brian Shaw was fired in 14-15. Uh, he went 10-13 in those games. Um, in addition to Hunt, uh, there is swirling news about the uh, Rio Grande Valley Vipers uh, coach, uh, Mahmoud, uh, who looks to be, uh, I think there's a lot of uh, smoke, and when there's smoke, there's fire of him joining the staff. I think if the Rockets can hire both of those individuals to the coaching staff, uh, I would consider that a very big upgrade over Jeff Hornacek and uh, Will Weaver. Uh, no disrespect intended for either one of those individuals. Um, but uh, if the Rockets can upgrade their coaching staff, along with upgrading their uh, roster going into next season, uh, I think the Rockets fan base will be in for uh, a healthy surprise, if you will, uh, next season um, with what uh, the Rockets will be able to uh, put together. Um, so uh, very exciting news uh, potentially there. Um, a couple other news and nuggets per NBA insider Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. Executives and scouts around the league are bullish on what Paolo Boncaro could do as a rookie. Scoto issued his comments as part of Hoopside aggregate mock draft, uh, where Boncaro is projected to go to the Rockets. He states, Paolo is probably at the top of that big three for me because he's the most conservative pick and he's consistent. Uh, or excuse me, that's not what Scoto said. That's what one NBA executive told Hoopside following the draft lottery. I like him in playoff type situations. He has the ability to make others around him better. Um, here's the thing. And, and James and I, James and I talked about this and, and a lot of other people have talked about this. And the last thing I want to do is the people who uh, support this show night in and night out. I want to give you guys different perspectives of, I don't want to just keep regurgitating the same things. Um, but you're going to get a lot of that over the next, you know, up until the draft, there's going to be Rockets fans who think that, um, you know, Boncaro is going to come, you know, fall to the Rockets. But the, the long and short of it is the Rockets could very easily end up if they stay at number three, which I do believe that they will. There is a very good chance that they could end up with any one of the three guys. 
And what I mean by that is no one knows what um, what Orlando is going to do at one, what Oklahoma City does at two. You know, there's a potential. I could see Oklahoma City moving out of the two pick. And if somebody else moves up and falls in love with the prospect, that changes the entire dynamic for the Rockets. If I had to bet money on it, I would say that there's a very, very good chance that the Rockets end up with Paolo Boncaro. But they they need to be able to plan and be able to pivot to different scenarios on draft night. Uh, but seeing that in the news this week uh, is cool because I, I'm coming around on the idea of Paolo Boncaro uh, as a Rocket. Uh, first of all, I love his name. Uh, I love it reminds me of if you're a Rockets fan, uh, the name of uh, pa- uh, Pablo Prigioni, uh, which uh, Rockets media had a great time with. Uh, Pablo Prigioni. You know, people you know will remember that fondly as I do. Um, he, you know, Paolo Boncaro, I think, would obviously make a really good Rocket. Um, and I almost feel bad saying this. But the fact that I actually came on these airwaves and acted in a manner that I did where it's like, oh, you know, I want them to do this. I want them to do this. My co-pilot, Jeremy Brenner, um, is right that I can't do anything about it. Getting upset, getting angry about it is not healthy. You know, um, it's 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 a day like today that. And I'll say I'll say that until we wrap the show up, um, because today is a very very dark day for a lot of people, um, and it's something that it, it hurts thinking about the idea of you know some people who take being a fan so seriously. You know, it, it's something that. You're, you're a fan of a team for a multitude of reasons. Either Some people work for the team. Some people, you know, went to games as a kid like I did with my dad. Um, I, I mean, I've been a Rockets fan my entire life. And when I joined Dream Shake a few years ago, you know, I, I was so excited, you know, because the Rockets had Harden, they had Capella, uh, they had Tucker, they had all these guys. And I joined Dream Shake right before they hit uh, the bubble right before COVID hit. I, I mean, I joined two weeks before the NBA was shut down. Um, and I've gotten away from being that diehard fan, I feel like, um, because the Rockets just haven't been good basically since, you know, I joined Dream Shake. Um, and, I, and, and, and it's wrong. It's, it's a wrong way to, you know, go about being a fan. And I'm never going to be the type of person that, tells other fans how to be a fan. But I encourage everybody to just enjoy the next couple weeks uh, up until the draft. Um, and I'm trying to figure out when the uh, you know NBA draft 22. So it's June 23rd. Um, so we're literally a, a little less than a month away. Um, it, it, it's just the way that I feel on a, you know, today and, and moving forward. I'm not going to promise I'm always going to be like this for the rest of my life, but 
like the way I am right now is just enjoy it, man. Like whoever the Rockets get in the draft, the Rockets are by default going to be uh, better next year than they were this year. And I think we're all in agreement that the Rockets are not going to win the NBA title next year. But I got to tell you that if, if whatever happens with the games next year, man, like I'm going to look at it from a completely different perspective than I have over the last two years. I'm going to do my best and I'm going to do my best. Just like every time I get blessed enough to be on these airwaves with you guys and talking to guys like Sean and talking to guys like James and Paul and Ryan that you do, you know, I don't take it for granted. I don't take the, the little things like being able to get paid to talk Rockets basketball. You know, we just celebrated our 300th episode. Um, I, I it's my promise to, to all of our fans and our listeners, um, you know, and on our episodes, we have, we have such a great fan base here at the dream shake. And I am so thankful, you know, on days like to, you know, again, days like today to be able to have an outlet where even for 25 ish, 30 ish minutes, um, we can just talk Rockets basketball. And that's what it's going to be from now on is, um, you know, Jeremy and I will get in our spirited debates together. That's what we do. That's why people, uh, you know, I think like listening to us is because we're, we're so different. You know, I'm the fan. I, I live and die by every, my apologies for, for, uh, you know, an insensitive comment there. Um, you know, but we, you know, I follow every shot, um, you know, basketball shot, I should say again, my apologies, um, for the Rockets you know, I'm a fan, you know, that's just what I do. Um, and again, and, and we're going to wrap the show up here in a few minutes. Um, but I, I encourage every Rockets fan, if you are listening to this show and you go to social media and you see, you know, a post that you may not agree with, you, t- you see a take or something that you don't agree with, instead of calling somebody an asshole or you don't know what you're talking about or you're stupid, I can engage them in a conversation because I'm so afraid that as we move forward in, in us as a society and fans in general, like we're going to lose that, that sense of being able to have a discussion with people, to be able to have a difference of opinions and just have a conversation and be able to you know, embrace that person at the end of the conversation and say, you know what, we don't agree, but we're still Rockets fans, you know? And I think that's what Jeremy and I strive for every day is to be able to provide a community within the Rockets community to be able to civilly talk Rockets basketball and just have fun, you know, just have fun talking Rockets basketball in a, you know, a, respectful way. Um, and so with that, we are going to wrap the show up, uh, tonight. Uh, I am very, very thankful for, 
James and Sean and, and everybody that took part in, in tonight's show. Um, we will be back uh, Thursday night. I believe Jeremy and I will be live together um, where we'll get into to some more uh, Rockets basketball talk. And uh, once again, um, my thoughts and my prayers go out to the people of Uvalde, the, everybody from the first responders um, to the families who have lost loved ones. I can't imagine what you guys are going through. Um, but we inside the Rockets community um, are praying for you and your families. Um, and to every, you know, school officer out there that protects our kids every day, to our teachers, to our principals, I say thank you. Um, I respect and I love you for doing the things that you do every single day uh, for our kids inside of those schools. And um, we, we're praying for you and, and, and we hope that us as a society can take a turn towards more calmness uh, and, and better days ahead. Um, so this has been another episode of uh, The Dream Shake um, or excuse me, the dream take the number one podcast for the dream, uh, shake. Uh, if you're on Twitter, make sure to give the dream, take a follow at the dream take, uh, make sure to search out dream shake SBN to give the mothership of the dream take a follow. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at BSW podcast underscore MB. You can follow my co-pilot Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. If you're on Facebook, uh, search uh, The Dream Shake. Give us a like there. And finally, uh, any day that ends in Y, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time uh, from all of our incredible writers. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.